Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. friends. I'm so excited to be with you. Um, Every day, in every way, things are changing and we're learning and we're growing. And I'm just so grateful to be able to be with you here today, especially we're on the two-week mark of um, COVID in our home. And I'm so grateful especially to talk to you today about feeling all the feelings around the holidays. We know that um, we're meant to feel gratitude, but what happens when we feel sadness and anger and fear and all the other things at the same time? And that's what I want to speak to you today about and what it looks like and how to manage it all. Um, So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you... um, this is the first time hearing my message. I'm Jessica Stong. I'm a cognitive behavioral coach. I help you find more joy and peace in your life. And especially this time of year with the holidays and all the unknowns, will we be on the brink of of greater cases than we are right now? Um, Will we be able to see our family members? Will other people we know and love get sick? Are people passing away, not just from COVID, but from all of the other things that happen in our lives? So I'm um, so grateful to be here um, to talk to you today about, guess what? Gratitude, right? in the midst of all of this, you know, we think of holiday um, Thanksgiving as a time to give thanks. But what if your brain is like, mm, I don't have a lot to give thanks for right now. So we're going to talk about it. Um, if I have one announcement before we get started, I am running, get ready, getting goals that get results in 2021. Here's what I know. We are not taught how to set goals the right way. And of course, it's the way I think goals should be set as a cognitive behavioral specialist, right? We're taught to use SMART goals, which are lies, and they stop us and sabotage our goal-setting efforts. So if you're interested in learning how to set goals that you will achieve and that will stretch you, that are outrageous, that are almost impossible in your life, I want to teach you how. We're also, this is um, going to be a masterclass, and then you also get one-on-one coaching with me, one session. Uh, You can have more if you choose it, obviously, but I'm going to teach you also in that masterclass class to let go of 2020 because here's what we do we pick up limiting beliefs and automatic negative thoughts so we're just gonna let that go if you want more information you'll find that on my instagram my facebooks or you can get more information at jessicastong.com forward slash i don't remember what and you know i only do this in one go so i'll put it in the podcast notes or these notes That was super smooth, wasn't it? Okay, so we're going to talk about um, all that's going on. So we know that the holidays are such a great time to focus on really and clarify the most important aspects of our life. We're with family, we're like celebrating, we give to the less fortunate around this time of year. And I say that um, as, as a almost an invitation for you to explore what it means 
for you to be fortunate and not fortunate um, and, and really understand uh, what these feelings are creating in us when we look at ourselves and others um, from an abundance versus scarcity mindset. So we're gonna get into that a little bit today, but I want to just ask you, what thoughts do you have coming up to the holidays? Are you feeling super grateful for your health, for all that you've been given, for the way that we have all managed um, our brains around this pandemic? Or are you hurting right now? Are you in pain because life is hard and you've lost a job or someone you love that's been given a diagnosis or you've lost someone you care about deeply. Where is your brain right now? And then how do you set with both? So often um, I coach clients around this cognitive distortion of all or nothing thinking. So their brain wants to tell them that you need to feel this way or you need to feel that way, but you can't carry two emotions at the same time. It's these categories, these black or white categories. And here's what I know, that we can hold the space for all emotion, that we can hold the space for, for Thanksgiving and, and gratitude and appreciation, while at the same time recognizing that we're in pain and that we're sad and that we want the person that's not with us at that table. We want the pandemic to be over and we're not grateful. So I want you to understand that we do not have to choose. We do not have to choose between emotional experiences. You can have both. And I just want to invite you to explore that idea with me today. Um, and we know that um, gratitude is good for us, right? Um, we know that we get to choose our thoughts, our emotions, our actions. We get to choose how we feel. We get to choose what we think. But here's the deal. We cannot force new thoughts. We cannot force feeling grateful. We have to do the work to acknowledge where we're at now. I, I feel like I say this often, but I think it bears repeating because for so many of us, we've decided really and truly that we're going to force ourselves to feel things that we don't feel yet. We're going to force ourselves into gratitude or better yet, we force our children into feeling things that they might not feel. And in the name of positivity, in the name of like, I need to achieve my goals, so I need to be grateful. Research has shown that gratitude supports all of these things. I better feel grateful, but here's the deal. If our brains are, are what wired for negativity bias, we're gonna look at the negative, right? Remember that more. So we have to do the hard work of rewiring our brains, right? We do that together every day in every way we're applying these tools. But here's what happens. If you're forcing, if you're pushing, your brain, that primitive brain's going to look for reasons that that gratitude isn't authentic, that that gratitude isn't real and will, right, take steps. I always say like that primitive brain, that negative part of your brain really loves to um, destroy the work you're doing or put you off track. 
So I really want to offer to you, like knowing that we are filled with stress and overwhelm, and you have to do the work to say, whoa, I've got so much on my plate right now. I'm a little overwhelmed right now. Um, I, I need help right at this moment. I need to look at my thoughts. I need to say goodbye to some thoughts that aren't serving me. I just wrote, I just looked at my own notes from this morning and I was saying goodbye to some thoughts. Um, uh, you guys know um, the COVID um, has made my energy level so, uh, I don't know, ir ir like just not stable. There we go. And my brain isn't working clear. I have a lot of brain fog and it really is upsetting to me because it feels like what an MS flare. And so often my brain says like, oh, you should panic now because things are not going to be the same. What do you have to be grateful for right now? And so I was saying goodbye to some thoughts that weren't serving me and we can do that together. So we understand that we can have gratitude for what we receive, whether tangible, intangible, and we acknowledge the goodness in our life. We acknowledge that we can, we can hold both sides. Gratitude makes our brain work better. It causes changes to occur in our brain at the molecular structure, which helps gray matter functioning. Um, this comes out of UCLA's Mindfulness Awareness Research Center. Oh my gosh, if you, I will link to this. Um, I will try to remember to link to their research, um, but it makes us healthier and happier, but it has to be authentic. So we're gonna get to how to have genuine gratitude. Um, you're like, you're less reactive um, and you take care of your well-being, right? We need to do this, especially during the holidays. And so the joys that we experience from this appreciation and sense of knowing, because here's the deal, what we focus on grows. So if your brain is constantly searching, searching the environment for what is wrong, what's scary, what's going to be unhelpful to you, it will keep looking for those items. If you are training your brain, even if it's for five minutes in the morning when you're doing your brain download, right? And you're writing down the five things that you're grateful for. And here's the deal. And this is what I want you to do. You're going to be extra, extra specific. You're not going to say, I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my family. You're going to say what it is that you are great. And if you come up with one, great. Mine, um, a lot of times is like the way Theo giggles or the way that Henry always asks me, how is your day? And so I, or like Chris, I'm very specific. Like Chris went downstairs and got me a sparkling water at 10 PM because I was having a moment. My brain was hurting and he was helping me. Like those are extra specific examples of what you can look for to grow, not their behavior to change. This is just you noticing the good things in your life. I mean, I, I want you to write down, like I felt I, the, the soft fur of my new slippers. It is, the, it is training your brain to see the minute details instead of just generalizing. 
And here's the deal. Even when I was in the hospital, I could find tiny details of, of gratitude. Um, one of the nurses who I can't hardly talk about it, brought me a charm. Um, it was a turtle. And she said um, that it's just so, there are moments of genuine gratitude that you can find in your days, in, in, in every day. And so I encourage you to look for those, those beautiful moments, those small moments, when your child looks over at the other child and instead of arguing, they're like, they say, I love you, right? Those we have to hold on to. Or it's someone who's, who brought you orange juice and of food when you were sick with COVID. It is those little things, big things in my book, um, that your brain needs to see, hold on to, and acknowledge. You're going to do that every day. You can say it into your phone. You don't have to journal it, right? Like we all, you can think it out loud or you can tell someone else. We go around, right, our table and we say one thing we're grateful for and the kids have to come up with something specific. And let me tell you, that is not fun for everybody. Um, and, and here's the deal. They can pass. They can hardcore pass. But we're every, I mean, that happens rarely. Um, and everything that Henry's thankful for, by default, Theo's thankful for, he's just learning by example, right? So uh, Henry was thankful that his teacher helped him with his iPad. Theo's like, me too, last year before. It's, it's like you're just shaping behavior and you're shaping brains when you're asking others to do this as well with you. But it is never forced. It is never required. It is never um, like that. There's never like you need to find something to be grateful for because how does your brain do to that? And I am raising a tween, right? A porcupine. And so it's, it's, it's really hard for me to hold, um, hold that in, in, our, in, in the space. And um, there is, um, Meister Eckhart, a 13th century mystic, wrote, if the only prayer you said in your whole life was thank you, that would suffice. You guys, so how are you also saying thank you to others? And it is the small ways of saying thank you. Um, I feel immense gratitude. I do not know why I'm so emotional towards um the people in in here, for all of you who listen, who are in the Courageous Life Society, who are one-on-one, -on -one, do one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. This is life-changing for my clients, but really for me, right, as well. So I just acknowledge all of that. And your brain is going to do that too. You're just, I like, like wisdom begins in wonder, right? And we're just in awe of all that is there while at the same time, not denying any emotions we have, I can feel super thankful and also like, holy heck, this is hard right now. It's hard to manage homeschooling and, and uh, sick kids and being sick. And it's so much work and I'm so afraid. And someone I care about deeply lost um, 
a, a parent and um, you know, it's all the things. So you're gonna hold both and you're not gonna require anyone to experience their emotions the way you think you sh they should experience them, you or anyone else around you. Oftentimes we have scripts for how we think people should experience the world. And that, my sweet friends, does not serve us, truly does not serve us. So I invite you to let go right now of any ideas, any manuals you have for yourself about how you should feel during this time. You do not, there's no manual for how you should feel during a pandemic, how you should behave during uh, the holidays while with a pandemic. We've never, I mean, in 1918, but no one gave me a manual of how it should be done or how, you know, they were wearing masks, but what else did they do? So I invite, I invite you to throw away all the ideas you have about how you should be feeling right now and just feel, right? We have five steps to feel our feelings. And let me take a drink so I don't start coughing really quickly. One, you're going to name it. You're going to feel, you're just going to, if you can't name it, you're just going to feel it. You're just going to be like, oh, there it is. You're going to locate it. Step two, locate it in your body. It's maybe in your gut, in your chest, in your head. Um, oftentimes mine was in my throat. It felt like my throat was closing up because of the pain in my chest during COVID. Um, it was not going to lie, sweet friends. There was so much anxiety in the night around like, oh, my chest is closing and I'm probably dying, not prone to overreaction. And I just felt it, I sat with it. Step three is to give it a color. I, I, it was always black, it was always blue. I don't know, like it was always dark, those feelings. But uh, grief, what does grief feel like? What temperature is it in your body? Step four, you're gonna breathe into it. And here's what I know, when you're deeply in pain, when you're deeply afraid, when you're worried, when you're scared, your brain wants to do everything but freaking feel it, excuse my language, but like, that your brain does not want to go there. So you're just gonna force, not force, encourage your brain to feel it. And, and we know that our, we check out if it's too much and we get on our phone or we, like, we, dis, we just distract. But you're saying, okay, now I'm gonna feel this right now. I'm gonna name it. I'm gonna feel it in my body. I'm gonna breathe into it and I'm gonna like, be with this pain, grief, sadness, fear, happiness, excitement, confusion, overwhelm. And then step five on that process is to like decide something else you want to create, some, some new thought that you want to have in that process. So let's say you're feeling grief, sadness, deep sadness, because the person you love is not at Thanksgiving with you. And so you're going to feel that in your body. You're going to breathe into it. You're, you're like, I'm there. And you're going to, on the other side, come up with a new thought. And perhaps I'm just going to say this out loud. You don't want to have the thought, everything's okay. Everything is just fine. This is the way it should be. Because it's not. Your brain is not ready. It's not the way it should be if you're missing someone you love. 
So I offer to you, you can choose any thought to create the feeling you want on the other side. And perhaps the feeling is just acknowledgement. Perhaps the feeling is like, I understand. And the thought is, I understand this is going to be hard right now. And that's okay. Every way I'm getting through day by day, and I'm going to figure this out. I am doing what I need to do to take care of myself. And what does that create in you, sweet friends? Perhaps the anchor thought is, I, I recognize I can feel two feelings at the same time. So I offer this to you with my full love and full trust that you can choose, but also you can feel. When you do this work, you are no longer afraid of the thoughts that you have. You are no longer afraid of the emotions because you understand that nothing, nothing can harm you. Your emotions are not there to, to hurt you. They're there to teach you and you are learning. I often say, like, what does this emotion teach me? What does grief teach me about myself? Grief shows that you care deeply. Sadness and fear show that we care about ourselves, that we're still preserving our, 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 ourselves and our sanity. So as you enter this holiday season, hold both, sweet friends. Hold the fear and the gratitude. We know both are equally important. We know all our feelings and emotions are valid and necessary for a full and big life. I love you all. Please, please know that if there is anything I can do for you, I am here. If you're ready to set goals, join my Goals That Get Results program. It's going to be open from 11.25 to 12.1 to December 1st. Uh, I can squeeze you in if you're hearing this later. <laughs> I don't think that I'll be like, and no, I, I would never do that. Um, and then if, if you're ready to feel better, if you're ready to feel, wait a minute, if you're ready to feel, you contact me and we're going to do coaching. Okay, sweet friends. Love you all. Have a great and courageous week. I'll see you next week. Oh, sending you all. I'm so grateful. I mean this. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Hugs to you all. See ya. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.